Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. So, this is our uh, Star Wars podcast. I'm Carl. I'm Zach. All right. And we each saw Rogue One last night, the opening night. So, if we were to rank Rogue One in our you know list of, what, the now eight Star Wars films, not counting Clone Wars feature film. <laughs> but, uh, Which doesn't count. Doesn't anyway. count, no. Or the holiday special. But uh, Rogue One, where does it lie in your rankings? I'd probably put it third after... Empire and A New Hope. Okay, I'd probably do... Well, yeah, Empire, probably Star Wars then. I, I can't say Force Awakens or Rogue One yet. I don't know which one's above which. So those are those are next to each other. And then Jedi. So you don't think that Rogue One was better than Force Awakens? I, well, I, I'm not sure yet because it's kind of hard to tell because they're so different. I, I just remember being in the theater for Force Awakens and being really excited at the beginning. And kind of leaving a little bit disappointed. Well, I know that you're like, you don't not like it, but I, I know that you're like, you know, you're one of those people that's not crazy about it. I liked it, but it's just not, I felt a little bit disappointed, a little bit let down. Sure, sure. Rogue One, I was going in with lower expectations mm. and was that's fair. surprised that's fair. how good it was. Yeah. All right, well, so first thing I want to talk about is how did you feel about the lack of opening crawl and like opening fanfare? I'm fine with that. I yeah. mean, I've seen other people saying that they don't freaking like out. it, yeah. freaking out about it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm ultimately fine with it, but I won't deny that like when it happened, like I was like, because they did the long time ago, right? And then I was like kind of waiting for it, like the big like explosion, and then it didn't happen. So it left me feeling like I like held in the sneeze or something. Well, I like what they did with the music, how the music just like a sharp yeah, transition sharp, and then they uh, opened the movie. Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, I probably would have preferred if they did it. Crawl. They're not going to, I mean, what would they write in it anyway? We kind of know yeah. the backstory. I mean, they, I mean, they could have done something. All right, and then later, they brought back, like, the Rogue One title card, kind of. I think it's fine. Like, I, if they're going to keep that up with the other mm-hmm. anthology films, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they have to at this point. They can't, like, you know, put a crawl in the Han Solo film now because they didn't do it for this one. And then they had a, well, they did the intro scene with Galen Erso, Orson Krennic, and, like, you know, Young Jin and all that. I thought it was a cool introduction because I actually read the, the Rogue One Catalyst book, uh, and it's all about, like, Galen Erso and Orson Krennic, like, their relationship. And sure. it kind of ends off, like, I really, ends off right before that scene takes place. So that was really cool. I kind of liked the opening scene, except yeah. for one thing. What? The mom. I was like, all right. How stupid is the mom? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was a little bummed out by that because in the book, she's like really cool. And I was like, all right. And then she, she did that. I was like, that doesn't seem like something she would do. Uh, doesn't seem like something anybody would do. <laughs> I don't know what she, her intentions were to kill him, I guess. She shot him, right? right? In the shoulder or something. And then she the stormtroopers still would have taken him anyway. I mean, yeah, that was a dumb decision. But um, so I, I think the first thing. I want to talk about here is I thought that the opening. Let's talk about um, I don't know. I, found, I don't know about you, but the first act, like most of the Jedha stuff, felt a little disjointed to me. I don't know. I, I wasn't crazy about it. Like the first maybe like forty minutes. 
I think it didn't fit in. Like, there was no real point to it. Mm. Why did they go there except to meet Saul Guerrero? Their intentions were to go to talk to Saul Guerrero, right? Because the pilot. The pilot, okay. Right? They had heard that the, he captured... Quote, the Imperial Defector. Right. Yeah. But for, for Jeddah being this, like, holy Jedi place, I mm. didn't get that feeling. I didn't feel like there was enough there to make it any different than any other planet. Well, I mean, in fairness, it was occupied by the Empire. It was, it's no longer that, that holy land that it once was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was no, like, besides the fallen statue, there was no remnants that make you feel... Yeah, that's... A, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was other than other than those, the, the statues and stuff. Well, then there was but, the, what, like, protectors of the wills or something? Yeah, I was like, oh, what? They, were, the they, wills? Were kind of, yeah. they brought the wills. Yeah, 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 that was interesting. So, Donnie Yen's character, uh, Chirrut Imwe, uh, he was a... Protector he, of the he used wills, to be one, right? And yeah, and he like what defended the temple mm-hmm. at Onjeda, right? Um, they didn't really explain enough about that. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't yeah. like. That was that was definitely interesting though, and uh, that he had the Force with him, but he wasn't a Jedi or anything like right, that. Right. You know? Well, I don't. Are you sure he really had the Force? Well, okay. was he, to me, know. he looked like a Force faker or something. <laughs> like he was just praying the Force. What did he yeah, say? Yeah. Um, the Force, force is with me, and yeah, I am one with the Force, yeah, something like that. But it's like, besides, like, getting lucky about not getting blasted, <laughs> I mean, okay. he didn't have any Force powers. No, no, he, didn't, he, he doesn't, he's not Force-sensitive, but he, like, we know, like, every Force living, flows through everything. Yeah, 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 so he has the Force um, in that way, I guess. But for me, the movie has started, like, in really good, like, when they were on the planet Edu, from, like, the second act to the rest of the movie mm-hmm. was, like, really good, especially right. the Scarif stuff. Well, the only thing, if you look at the first, if we go back to um, Jeddah, you can tell they changed a lot when they did the reshoots there. Because yeah, it, Saw Guerrero yeah. used to be, I assume, used to be much more you know, important to the story. Maybe, yeah. And they changed it. I mean, I feel like... Because, you know, that, that famous scene that was in the trailer, the what would you do? Yeah. I mean, that they happened, took that out. That happens a lot, though, in movies. They show stuff in trailers that don't mm-hmm. make it in the movie. I mean, Force Awakens trailer had that shot, that first shot of Kylo Ren that we saw in the first teaser with him, like, walking through the forest, mm-hmm. igniting his lightsaber. I mean, that wasn't in the movie right. either. But I feel like, yeah, whatever the, the reshoots did, I don't know, maybe, like, it was that point in, this, in the movie that, like, really changed. It was, like, mm-hmm. after Jedha into, you know, going through the rest of it. Because I feel like if the whole movie was like how Jeddah was, it would have been not that great. Right. I, I like, though, how just seeing Saul Guerrero again after all these years. <laughs> yeah, he's probably, crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, he learned those guerrilla tactics. I mean, Obi-Wan was the one who trained him, wasn't it? Or uh, Ahsoka. Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, yeah, trained him. But it was cool. And, like, he was a weird guy. <laughs> Super extremist. I liked how they made him, like, he was like, he was like a rebel, but he was, like, so crazy- you know, that he, like, was no longer part of, like, the Rebellion, right. the Rebel Alliance. That's another thing that I want to talk about was that they made the Rebel Alliance a little more uh, morally gray mm-hmm. than they've ever been. Which I thought was cool, because it wasn't just, like, the Rebels are the good guys and the Empire's the bad guys. Uh, right, you understand that, you know, in order to accomplish a goal, you might have to do bad things. Bad things. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, when Cassian shot that guy... Then the, that one rebel general, I don't remember his name, but he told Cassian to, like, kill Galen or so. Stuff like that was cool. So, right, I want to jump right into the uh, CGI character stuff. Mm. Well, I when uh, when they first showed the back of Tarkin's head, yeah, okay. 
Okay, I started to almost stand up in my seat. Because <laughs> I didn't think they were going to show his face. Yeah. But then, as soon as I realized he was turning around, I was like, oh no, what kind of, what actor did they get that looks nothing like him? Yeah. And then they're going to mess it up. Yeah. And then when he turned around, I was like, oh, it looks exactly <laughs> like him. And 90%, I would say, it was good. Mm. But there's that 10% where it looked awkward. Yeah. I feel the same way. So I feel like the it was amazing how what they were able to do with that. And the first time they showed him, uh, maybe I was a little put off because I was like, okay. I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. Over time, I think it got like, grew on me. Yeah, I agree. Like 90, 95% of the time, it was really good. I think that the, the stuff that made it look weird was like when he was talking, like his mouth looked a little like right. video gamey, mm-hmm. like a play, like a PS4 well, graphics. Almost like the words didn't match up exactly. Yeah, but, you know, you can put that aside, and the rest of it was pretty awesome. Like, what Yeah, I would say 90%, yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. Also, the voice acting was great. The that voice was, was great. sounded just like him. That just reminded me, I felt like uh, Vader's voice mm. was a bit off. Well, he is old now. James Earl Jones is older. But yeah, it was a, it was a little different. It was a little different. It wasn't as commanding. Mm. I, I don't know if it was less commanding. I mean, I don't know. I think the one thing, it just sounded... I guess I don't know but it wasn't that bad okay um, to me at least and then the very end Leia Leia's alright so you think Leia's was also good I do yeah yeah. I thought Leia's was better well she we didn't saw have her, as we saw her less saw her yeah. less and she had less wrinkles in her face <laughs> <laughs> less to do you know but no I thought Leia looked really good for that like last second you know mm-hmm. oh and I didn't know this I don't know if you realize but so at first I thought it was just Tarkin and Leia they were the only characters that were like CGI'd right but like apparently um Gold Leader, Red Leader yes. were also kind of CGI. The I th- voice, I mean. Yeah, I, I think actually they used original footage of really? them, and then they kind of did some CGI to like mess with it to make it look a little better. But yeah, because I remember watching it, and like Gold Leader especially, I was like, that looks just like Gold Leader like in the, in the movie, in Star Wars. And it's it was actually them. They just made it, you know. Yeah, it was so re- cool. I really like that. Yeah. The voice was spot on. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was... The same era yeah. as episode four. Like Red Leader standing by, Gold Leader standing by. I was like, oh man, this is... So they brought in the Blue Squadron, yeah. which I don't remember from the... I guess because they got destroyed. True, true. Like the Blue, blue Leader, blue yeah. leader he died. He was cool. He was cool. The mustache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, they brought back the 70s mustaches, the sideburns. That was <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Okay. So, talk about CGI stuff. Let's talk about Vader for a bit here. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, first off. The first scene at um, Vader's, like, castle. Oh, I'm so shocked they did his castle. I know. I was like, oh, man, I'm so happy they're bringing that back in the canon. And, okay, so when I first saw it, I was like, is that Mustafar? Or is that just like a, I was like, probably not Mustafar. But apparently it is Mustafar. I... But in the old canon, it was not on Mustafar. Yeah, but, like, so it's on Mustafar, and according to Pablo Hidalgo, the guy who's in charge of, like, you know, the Star Wars canon. But, uh, which I think, I thought was interesting. Like, he built it on Mustafar, you know? That has to say something. Well, it kind of it kind of links up with. I mean, that's where he really turned. I mean, officially he turned to the dark side on Coruscant. Yeah, but that's where he went to kill the separatist leaders and fight Obi Wan. Pretty much become what he is now right. on Mustafar. So that was like his like birthing place in a weird way. His castle was cool, like lava, lava, lava falls, <laughs> and uh, the scene with Vader and Krennic. Well, before that, when he was in the back to tank. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so did you cool. did you ever think when you saw? I don't remember us talking about this before, but do you remember like 
before you saw the movie and you saw that shot in the trailer, do you remember thinking, like, who was in that tank? Or, like, did you think Vader was in there? I was convinced it was Vader. Yeah. I was. But I thought the guy in the robes was, would be the Emperor. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't turn, it turned out to be, like, no one. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was, like, some, literally, like, his, like it's like Vader's, like, servant. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I never thought it was going to be the Emperor is because, like, in the trailer, it looks like he's, like, kneeling, you know? Right, yeah. I was convinced for a while that there was actually Vader was in the cloak all right. who was getting into the tank. Okay. And like he had like taken off all of his armor and he was just wearing a cloak. Yeah. It's kind of like like a bathrobe. Right. You know? <laughs> um, no, Vader doesn't wear a bathrobe. <laughs> yeah. But uh but he was in there and we saw a glimpse of his body. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I was kinda wondering why did he have Imperial Guards with him? Because throughout the whole original trilogy he mm. never had the red Imperial Guards. Mm, Vader. That was only the Emperor had this. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still a Sith Lord, you know? Well, he's in, like, the Emperor's inner circle. Yeah. Special, you know. If anyone else is going to have Imperial Guards, it's going to be Darth Vader, I guess. Right. Yeah. But, uh, and then the scene... But why would he need it? He's Darth Vader. What are those people he's in the vul- do? I mean, he's in a vulnerable state right there. He's, right. like, in a, he's, like, got no arms or legs. He's in the bathtub. You know? <laughs> like, he's not prepared to fight. <laughs> True. But, uh... That scene with him and Cre- with him and Krennic was really cool. I was just transfixed by like just him talking. I don't even I don't even remember what they were talking about. He walked out and they were talking about how Krennic failed or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, something about rebels and bad stuff happening. Uh, and then Vader threw that little pun at the end. Vader has puns. I forgot. What was that? I forgot. He uh, when he was choking Krennic and he was like he turned around and said like careful not to choke on your aspirations. Oh right 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 yeah, right or whatever. Yeah, and I was like oh man. I was um, like, I didn't know was so punny. So that's a good time. Before we talk about, you know, the end stuff with Vader. Yeah. Can we talk about Krennic a little bit? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, so, re- I really liked Krennic, but I feel like he was not what I expected. Mm. I expected him to be more of a commanding force, like like a Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm, okay. And he wasn't really. He was no. more of just... Kind of big... But no, uh, no, I agree. I think that I had, I had a pretty good idea what he was going to be like because I read the book. And in the book, he's he's portrayed as a very, like, he's not in that inner circle yet, and he really wants to be, and he has to work really, really hard to get to that point. Sure. And that's all he cares about, you know? But so if he wasn't in the inner circle, why does he get a white robe with a oh, white cape? I don't know why he really He looks, white. like, more powerful than mm-hmm. Tarkin. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just the, the white robes, I guess. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure why he wears white. Um, but he he's he's a guy who like just all he cares about is just like getting to the top and like being like in the in, in the inner circle. Right. He hates Tarkin because if you remember from episode four, there's another person who wears white, which is Admiral Yularen. Yularen, yeah. Who was originally in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, but then, so we have Admiral Yularen, Admiral Thrawn. Like, is the white like an admiral thing? But he's not. But he's not. Krennic, an he's not an admiral. Yeah. In the, in the book, he's a commander. He's called Commander Krennic. And then, I guess, d- director is um, a promotion or a demotion, would that be? I don't know if it's a, whether it's a promotion or a demotion, but I think director is kind of like over, overseeing a specific project. Yeah, so he's like overseeing... So in a way, it's a promotion. Yeah, so he's is he overseeing the Death Star as a whole, or is he overseeing just like... As in the book, he, his main emphasis is the weapon of the Death Star. Sure. Does he, he contacts Stalin But that is Stalin kind of so. the main purpose of the Death Star. Yeah, but it does a lot of other stuff, too. It <laughs> doesn't. It does. It, it has moves. To, it houses, like, thousands upon thousands of people. It's like a, it's sure. like a, it's like a small world. It's like a world. Yeah, so director, I don't know why he's white, but he's definitely kind of a 
in the movie. You know, he's kind of like Tarkin hates his guts. Right. I I, I did like that. The kind of uh, back and forth fighting. Mm-hmm. I wish he hadn't though. Um, remember when they're when Tarkin takes control. He kind of forces control over command of yeah, the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like how he reacted by yelling. Oh, Krennic? He should have, like... Freaked out, yeah. Yeah, he kind of freaked out. Yeah. And he should have been more, like, angry, but controlled and, mm-hmm. and had, like, a devious plan to get yeah. him back or something. Well, that's something in the book also, bringing that back, is that he... Krennic is really good at, like, manipulating people and, like, kind of, like, reading people. Um, that's most of what he does to Dalen Urso who's, like, a friend of his, he convinces Galen Erso that to work on, like, the kyber crystal technology. And Galen has no idea that they're, like, weaponizing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, like, just manipulates In the beginning. Galen Erso the entire time, yeah. So that's definitely Krennic's, like, skill set, I guess, is, like, he's good at, like, manipulation. So continuity issue, then, was that before it became the Empire? Hmm? Because... Oh, like, all that? Yeah, that because stuff. remember, they had the, uh, the Death Star plans that have been around mm-hmm. since Dooku. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, in the book, it starts off as the Republic. Um, they start there. Actually, in the book, they start with like the beginning of the Clone Wars, and then it goes through and through the creation of the Empire. And then this entire time, they're work. They 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 were working on the Death Star since Episode Two, like in the in like the Republic was. Yeah. So it just has taken like forever and ever to get it right. And honestly, the the weapon was a big thing. That was like the hardest thing about it was get, figuring out the super laser. But did the Republic ever agree to build the Death Star? It was it was done secretly. Yeah, it was totally done on like off the books. You know, it was done. Uh, the Senate as a whole didn't know about it. Um, I, I think I recall like only like, a select group of people knew about it, and yeah, so it was definitely like not well known at all in the Republic or the Empire until I guess. That was- brings me to another point. This movie had some of the best shots of the Death Star. Oh, yeah. That there's ever been. Yeah. Beautiful shots yeah. from different angles. Upside down. Yeah. <laughs> that was really like, cool. Like, really nice, like, close-ups. And I liked the mod- like the, the Star Destroyers. And a lot of times they looked like models. They looked like mm-hmm. New Hopes-era style, like, sure, they looked- craftsmanship. But I also like, you know, they did a lot of things that made it look exactly like the old one. Mm-hmm. But they also brought in new things, like the U-Wings. The U-Wings. And those, like, new- stealth TIE fighters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're called TIE Strikers. Okay, yeah. Uh, those are cool. Yeah, I think they're those are me- meant for atmospheric battles, not, not uh, space. Oh, right, right, right. Um, which is why we never saw them in the original trilogy. Okay, so... Dude, that Vader scene. Oh, we're, oh going, my God. we're going to that? Oh, my God. The last five minutes of the movie were the best part. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That entire time that was happening, I was just, I, dude, I was like, I was worried they weren't gonna do that. You know, I thought mm-hmm. that one scene with him and Krennic was like the only scene. Yeah. I thought I was like, all right. And then they showed him again. And well, then later they mentioned him. He was like, yeah. Tarkin's like, you know, contact over Vader. I was like, all right, gonna get Vader back hopefully. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking that they were gonna leave it off with him like boarding that the Tantive Four, but that wasn't right. the Tantive Four. That was a different right runner, blockade runner. But dude, that scene, it was like dark. Oh yeah, so they, it was like almost the same scene as episode four. Yeah, it was all set right? up the same way. Where yeah. they were about to board the ship. Yeah. And then it's dark, and then you see there's just the lightsaber. Oh my it god. Amazing. Oh my god. The, the red glow. Oh. And then they start shooting at him, and he's just like blocking effortlessly. That's the Vader yeah. that we know. Man, he was throwing people around. He, was, he threw that one guy onto the ceiling. Yeah. 
Oh, and that's the real Vader, away. not the episode three crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That, we've never seen Vader like that before, ever in a, in a live action movie. That was amazing. I'd watch the whole movie again just for that. And then right after that, when the ship, uh, it was like a horror movie, man. Because like the guy was like banging on the window. He was like screaming, like "Help us!" And, yeah. Like, oh my god. He he stabbed him through the door. But really, though, you didn't think about handing over the disc through the door before that? <laughs> like, come on. I know. I, I was thinking that, like, as he was freaking out. I was like, just pass it. You're going to die. Get over it. Pass it on. And he did. And then when they got away, and then Vader, like, walked over to the edge of, like, the, the thing, and he was, like, standing at, like, watching them fly away, that shot of him, I was just like... Right. So here's my problem, okay. though. Yeah. This is where I feel like it's kind of a continuity issue. Okay. My only problem with that last five minutes would be... At the very beginning, Vader comes on the ship, yeah. and he says, you know, he talks about the plans, which makes sense, mm-hmm. and Leia says, what are you talking about? We're on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. <laughs> it doesn't work, because yeah. I would be like, what are you talking about? I just watched <laughs> you leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a way around that, <laughs> but I can't. It's just like, like a politician th- answer. He, like. Uh, because like obvious, politicians obviously lie. Yeah, because it's an obvious lie. Like, Leia right. is obviously lying. And there was no reason for her to lie at that point, because he knows. Like, like you just said, he was literally just there, right. and they just got away. But, I don't know, maybe, like, it could be... Maybe she was trying to say, like, you got the wrong ship. I don't know. Because like, that demystifies... You know, it was kind of mysterious originally when he was like, he was like, absolutely sure. She has the plans. True. It's like, how does he know? Yeah. How does he know? That was yeah. like part of like. He literally just saw them. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's because he saw them five minutes ago. Yeah. But like, I mean, you don't know how long it took them to, him to get to them, you know, between that moment and like. True. New Hope. It could have taken like a few hours, you know, a day. I don't know. But it was cool. It was Great way to end off the movie with Leia getting the plans and then saying like, oh, what do, the, what do they have? Or what, do, what do we have? And she said, hope. And it just goes over. Great way to end it. Also, Bail Organa. Bail Organa was in the movie. When he's like, "I'm going back to Alderaan," I was literally like, "No, <laughs> it's a trap." <laughs> yeah, Bail Organa. He had a decent amount of screen time. Yeah, it was like it wasn't big, but it was like it was more than one scene. It was maybe like two or three scenes. Had a few conversations. It was a nice callback. He Mentioned, definitely looked older. <laughs> oh yeah. Mentioned Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that was cool. He didn't mention him by name. Dude. No, no. Yeah. It's like your Jedi friend. On I like everything seemed to link up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I don't think there really was much of an issue with continuity. It, um, so they they showed uh, C three PO and R two D two. Yeah, yeah. I wish they'd have not showed them in Yavin four, and instead just showed them on the on the on Tantive four. Yeah, at the end maybe. Yeah, with Leia. Right cool. before, like they were just walking in the hallway or something. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, oh, seeing Yavin 4, though, like, it was cool. It was like, like, oh, it was exactly the same. Yeah, I remember they did something different they'd never done in Star Wars movies is they had, like, the, t- the text at the bottom yeah. saying, like, where you were, which is, I'm okay with that as long as it's not in the saga films, you know? Because they had to do that because you jumped around, there were, like, what, four or five different planets? Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of different planets. So I understand that. But it, when, when Yavin 4 came up and they, were, and they had the big, the big red planet Yavin, mm-hmm. and, then, and then I was like, oh, man, and they showed the temple... Right. That was so cool. That was very nice. Oh, favorite character is something we wanted to talk okay. about. New character. New not character. Like, like talking about the rebels. Yeah. Or or even the Empire, like Krennic. Who would you like the most? I would probably have to say, even though I didn't think I would like this guy the most, what's his name? Baze Malvis or something? Baze, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. His gun was pretty awesome. He was mowing people down like nobody's yeah. business. He was, I was like, damn, Baze. 
I liked him, but I didn't get the relationship. I didn't yeah. get the relationship between him and the other guy. Yeah. Like, why he was so... They were so close. So close friends. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. They're just friends, I guess. We're but, friends, and I wouldn't do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the standout was probably Bodie, mm-hmm. the, the the pilot. You think he's standout? Not standout, but he stood out to me, because he was... I liked everyone. I liked all the rebels. I just liked him a lot, just because he was, like, funny, and he was genuine. It seemed. Yeah, know. but to me, he seemed like he was kind of, you know, more subtle. And, mm-hmm. But it was but a decent character. Yeah. The, uh, I liked Jin enough. You know, she was cool. I wasn't crazy about her. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't terrible. Yeah. But, I don't know. There was just something about it. She didn't seem like... Like, the acting was fine. The acting was Yeah, good. yeah, no, they were all, all the acting was good. We didn't talk about this yet, uh, which is... I think this might be the last thing, last big thing we talked about, which is how all the characters died. Well, you could kind of, you might say, because if they didn't do that, you'd have to wonder, well, where are they? Yeah. Yeah, because they were, like, involved in a very important mission. You know, you think they would be around more. But uh, I was very happy they all died, because I, I was going into it, and I was like, all right, this is this is still, it's still a Disney movie. We're happy they all died. Well, yeah, because like, this is still a Disney movie, and I was like, killing off all of, like, the main heroes of this movie, it would be sad, you know, and especially for kids and younger people, like, that could be kind of, uh, kind of, you know, kind of a lot to see, like, all these, all your heroes just die in the movie, and I was like, oh, I'd be surprised if Disney did that. I'll be surprised if they killed Jin. I was, I was expecting others to die, but I was like, Jin right. dying would be, but they all died. And right. between that... Kind of like they, they were willing to take the risk. Yeah, and between that and Vader's slaughtering scene, all right, they're not pulling any punches here. This is this is nice. I, I like well, that. Well, Vader had killed plenty of people in episode four with the force choke. Not like he's not like that. But <laughs> he was cutting guys in half. He was choking them and throwing them on, on walls and st- oh yeah. my god. So now the big question is yeah. because a lot of people said, "Oh, why was Vader so slow and bad in episode four? And he said, "Oh, because he got the new armor." Yeah, that doesn't really he hold just up got, anymore. He just because out. yeah. So, like, literally 20 <laughs> minutes later, when he fights Obi-Wan Kenobi, he suddenly is... <laughs> I mean, and, I don't know. He wasn't, like... He wasn't, like, flipping around in that scene on, on uh, in Rogue One. Yeah, so I liked... The, not, not only did I like how everyone died, I liked how they died. Because it was pretty, like, bop, 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 Yes and no, because why would you... Why would they choose to kill each person in those specific ways, and then the Death Star blew up, blew up everyone anyway? Well, because they each had their own special death, you know? Like, each, they each yeah. died sacrificing themselves for something else, you know? Like, so Bodhi died right after he was able to transmit the plants. Sure. And some random trooper throws a grenade in there, and he's just like, ah, oh, shit, when he blows up. Um, that was cool. Uh, Chirrut died because he was trying to hit that switch. Mm-hmm. He, he died right after he did that. What's up with... It seems like all of them died from stray grenades. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just they all died from like an explosion. Except yeah. for, well, K2SO died. Oh, uh, that was pretty We sad. haven't talked about him at all. At all, no. He was pretty funny. He I was funny. He was, he, he was funny. I Probably thought... his funniest line, I would say, was um, the probability of that she's going to use the blaster against oh, you. Like, it's high. Very high. Very high. Yeah. I liked when he said, uh, when they were talking about like exploding in space, and he was like, oh, we'd all like die in like, the cold vacuum in space. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I could um, survive in space. <laughs> uh, uh, but his death was pretty was pretty brutal. But he died sacrificing himself. Bodhi died like that. Chirrut died. Baze died by sacrificing himself. 
Saw died in a cool way. Kind of stupidly. He could have survived. If Get he, on the plane. But he didn't want to. Why? I don't know. He's, he's been a rebel for his whole life. You know, he's old man. He had no legs. He was breathing through a tube. And then who else died? Oh, then, all right, so then they thought Cassian died. And then he comes right. back to help Jin, which I thought was like, oh, that's stupid. I, I was really, I was really annoyed by that because I was like, really? yeah, and I thought they were gonna leave, like they were gonna like leave him alive. Well, I kind of have my doubt. He fell. He hit a couple beams. You hear him hitting the beams, but you didn't see him like you see shot him. Anything. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of have my suspicions that he would be back. Yeah, I mean that's fair. And then oh, but probably the most fulfilling moment is when Krennic looks up. Yeah. And realizes that he's getting killed by his own creation. Yeah, that was cool. And Tarkin knew, too. This was the show Tarkin, and he was like... Do you think he knew he was down there? Yeah, I'm sure he knew he was down there. And he didn't care, which is the cool thing, you know? I'm not sure how much he knew he was down there. I'm pretty sure he knew he was down there. You know? Possibly. And then he's like, all right, I don't care. Just blow it up anyways. And then it, I liked Jin and Cassian's joint death, you know? They were just, like, on the beach, hugging it out. That was very, like, uh, what's that movie? Deep Impact? Oh, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No. You haven't seen Deep isn't Impact? That, isn't that like Armageddon, but like It's like not. It's like a fake Armageddon. Yeah, it's like, not, like a... Not, like a There's a Armageddon. scene just like that where the comet hits and creates a tsunami. Oh, okay. And, there and the like... two parents just like chill on a beach like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, th- did you get any sexual tension vibes from Jin and Cassian? Or... Sexual tension vibes? Yeah, did you get any of that near the end-ish? Uh, not specifically that... The, I don't know death. if it was sexual, but it uh, like some romantic tension. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Not like, not like pure, like... Carnal. A little bit, but, yeah. I, but I like how, like, they never acted on it. Me too, yeah. And they were like, eh. There's a few moments here and there where I was like, are they, gonna, are they doing that? Like, are they going to leave that? But it was, it never really, like, they never kissed, thankfully, mm-hmm. do any of that. But their last scene together, you know, uh, was cool. Good way to die. The, uh... Man, kind of, but you gotta wonder, like, so all through the original trilogy, like, Mon Mothma or nobody was like, props to Rogue One for all <laughs> <laughs> these plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, they're probably just like every like once they got the plans, like the the mission on Scarif, and then through the end of New Hope, all of that, like the whole Death Star stuff, like that probably took how long? I don't know, like oh, not much time at all. Yeah, so all that happened like really fast. Like they, they got the plans, and they're like, all right, let's 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 blow this thing up. But, like it happened like within like a week of a each week. Other. Yeah, like a week, maybe less. Um, yeah, I would say. Empire Strikes Step Back took a lot more time. They have Luke's training. In yeah, there. well, that's something people always argue about is like, how long did Empire really take? Well, I don't know. We can talk about that when we do an Empire Strikes Back podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, is there anything else, uh, Rogue One? I was just feeling really good about the anthologies in general. If they're sure. all like this, yeah. if the Han Solo movie is mm-hmm. like this, mm-hmm. and the Obi Wan movie is like this. Well, hopefully, Obi Wan, but. Uh, they're going to do it. No, I agree. They're I agree. I think it. they will. I don't know if it'll be the next, the third one. That they're doing. Maybe it might be after that. And you know what? Rogue One does exactly everything that a prequel should do. It like improves the viewing of the other movie later on. The prequels Fills in some didn't really do that for the originals. It didn't improve the story in any way. Uh, that's a different story, but I kind of disagree. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Is it, you're on Rogue One? All right. All right. So that's the end of this podcast. Uh, next week, we'll probably do... Uh, Phantom Menace? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know, we'll do something. But yeah, alright. 